In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who brings us His Holy Spirit so that we may have breath. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, breathing. You don't really think about it, do you? Uh, most of the time, anyway. Uh, but it's something that you, you need to have in your body. It's, it's this thing that if you don't do it, you start to feel the effects almost immediately. And so that's what we're going to do as the first part of what we're doing. So I, I want everybody to take a big, deep breath and put their hand up. And then uh, when, um, when you stop holding your breath, so I want everybody to hold their breath. When, when you have that exhale that says, hey, I, I just gave up, I want you to put your hand down. And we're going to see who can hold their breath the longest. So you, you guys ready? Okay. So one two, three. (gasps) Mostly I'm doing this because it'd be really awkward on the podcast to have that much silence. Okay, good. We're, we're dropping some. Dropping a few here. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Wow, some, some of you are pretty good. Yeah. Should go into swimming. Yeah. All right. Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Still no clear winner. We, we maybe have uh, sort of a top 15 here. Um, yeah, everybody's doing good. Um, I really hope that nobody passes out. That would be awkward. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, I, I can... I, I can control this a little bit with, with a couple of jokes to make you laugh. Um, right, it doesn't help. Uh, and and you're, even if you're, you're one of the ones who, who's lasting right now, you're getting that sensation of, uh, of what it's like to, to not have air. Um, you're, you're getting that, that pressure building up in your lungs. I think we're down to two. Um, uh, Bob wins! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Framingham, uh, uh, one of the things he learned in Canada, I suppose, is uh, just, just hold your breath a long time, that way you don't have to breathe in that cold air. Um, uh, he doesn't win un- anything. Um, <laughs> notoriety. Um, so we'll let Bob catch his breath over there. And uh, that, that sensation that you had when, when you were holding your breath is an important thing to, to hold on to for the rest of this sermon. And, and hopefully anybody who is listening to the podcast was holding their breath too. Because it, it's something that is, it, it helps us to understand what it's like to live without the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, the Holy Spirit, like I mentioned in the kids' sermon, is sort of the part of the Trinity that is sort of most like respiration. And not only just in the fact that his name is Spirit, which basically means breath itself, uh, but uh, the, the Holy Spirit is, is the part of the Trinity that I think that is often easy to forget. The, the part of the Trinity that, that's easy to forget, just like uh, breathing is easy to forget. You, you don't think about your breath until uh, you have a reason to think about your breath. A lot of times that's the way that we treat the Holy Spirit as well, is that we don't think about the Holy Spirit until we have a reason to think about the Holy Spirit. And today is one of those days because we're talking about these signs of 
of life. We're talking about what it is to be a part of the body of Christ, um, uh, what it is for us to be the body of Christ together um, in, in a way that our congregation is a manifestation of his body. Our congregation is literally, uh, if, if you are a member of this congregation, you are a member of the body of Christ in, in a specific way in this congregation. And so uh, what that all means is, is uh, that uh, we need together communally we need that holy spirit and and so one of the things that that you start to notice when you're holding your breath is that all of a sudden you 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 sort of start to feel your your heartbeat elevate maybe a little bit because your 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 body is kind of confused it's going uh what's going on We, we we usually have this like pretty clear access to this oxygen stuff, but now we don't. So, so what's, what's happening? And so it starts to sort of send, uh, send triggers to, to the rest of your body saying, hey, there's something different here. What's going on? Um, uh, you know, uh, it, does our body, does our brain need just kind of a jolt to say, hey, uh, wake up <laughs> and breathe, please, because this is going to be bad for all of us. But then you also start to feel this sort of pressure thing build up in your chest, right? Um, it, it's interesting. The, the way that, that that happens is that w- while you're holding your breath, what's building up in your body is, is that carbon dioxide. It's that stuff to, to get expelled out of your body through uh, your, your breath out. And so even though when you stop holding your breath, even though the thing that you most want to do is breathe in, you have to breathe out first, and that's kind of a part of what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. The Holy Spirit says, uh, we, we're going to get rid of the trash before we, we start to breathe stuff in. And so um, uh, the Holy Spirit is like our process of respiration. The Holy Spirit helps us to go, okay, you've got this stuff that's, that's up, that's holed up in your body. Let it go. Exhale. Just let it flow out of you. Which is what that experience of forgiveness should be like. It's what that should be like when I'm up here and I am telling you your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And instead of saying amen, we just all went, Just letting that out. Feeling that pressure decrease. Feeling those, those times that we know that we've sinned. Feeling those, those things that are broken in our lives. Perhaps because things are broken and, and we've been sinning without even realizing that we've been sinning. But God forgiving those things too. And then he says, okay, breathe in. And when you breathe in, it's amazing what that does in your body. That that when you breathe in, what's happening in your body is that your body is taking in oxygen. Now, your body cannot live by oxygen alone. But your body definitely needs oxygen in order to do its thing. And a lot of what that oxygen does is it allows your body to release the energy. Release the energy that you have taken in in the form of nutrition, uh, release that energy in, that you have taken into your body and is stored in your body somehow, it allows that stuff to burn. It allows that stuff to uh, 
start to work in your life. It converts it into something that will work out in you. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. He, the Holy Spirit, Jesus dies on the cross. He dies on the cross and pays for our forgiveness of sin. And last time we talked about how that forgiveness of sin is like nutrition. How that is what we take into our bodies. And that is the power that is used in order to power our Christian identities. But it needs something. It it needs that respiration. It needs that oxygen in order to have that energy released. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. And so it's not that what Jesus is doing is incomplete, but rather that what Jesus is doing is meshing up with what the Holy Spirit is doing. Just like when you're eating, you're not doing anything incomplete, but you need to breathe while you're eating. Because if you don't, somebody will have to come up behind you and give you the Heimlich maneuver. So all of that is in order to get to what we're talking about in Acts 3 here. So in Acts 3, you have Peter and John. And, and they're, they're starting off sort of in the middle of something that's been already going on. So I'm going to clue you in on what's going on in Acts here. I know that a lot of you just have the entire book of Acts memorized. That's awesome. This is just a little refresher for you. So uh, what's happening here is that uh, there was a lame beggar who was standing outside of the temple, and he was begging, and, and he, was, he, he was asking for money because he couldn't pay for his own food. He couldn't pay for anything of his own. And so uh, as he's standing there begging, asking for alms, he sees Peter walk in and he says, hey man, can I get a buck? Basically, that's like the message translation. And Peter says, "Golden, neither gold nor silver do I have, but what I have I give to you. And he tells him to get up and walk. Now, what Peter is doing there is he is working in the power of the Holy Spirit, that, that he is working in that power, not in kind of the weird, kind of crazy sense that we have a lot of times of the Holy Spirit, but he's simply doing what the Spirit does, which is communicate what God wants to us. So what the Spirit was doing in your lives this morning was he was communicating to you that God wants to forgive you of your sins, that God is communicating that out to you. What Jesus did on that cross 2,000 years ago is being communicated out to you today, this morning. He's bringing that that happened 2,000 years ago into your life now as a present experience. That is what the Holy Spirit does. That is what the Holy Spirit is doing with this lame beggar. He's saying, there's this power that is available, but it needs to be released. It needs to be brought into your experience now. And so he says, what I have, I'm going to give to you. So what Peter doesn't have is actually the power and the authority to heal this guy. Peter on his own is not saying, hey, it would be awesome if I could heal this guy. Oh, wait, I can. No, no, no. What Peter is saying, I have something that this guy needs. The power is already here. 
The power is in God the Father who created this man's body. The power is in Jesus Christ who wants to redeem this guy's body. But what this guy needs is simply breath. He needs the Holy Spirit. He needs that communication to bring it into his reality today. Well, that's then what gets Peter in trouble. And so at the beginning of our reading, Peter is, is being brought up. And then they're saying, hey, what's the deal here, Peter? You're not supposed to be doing this. And Peter is like, ah, this isn't me. This is, this is God. All I'm doing, all I'm doing is, is being the breath. And, and so this might be kind of gross to you. Just a heads up. So, so when, when we're doing our breath thing, right, when we're doing our breathing thing, um, we're in this room together. And so we're breathing each other's air. Anybody gross? Yeah. You're like, ooh, I'm going to stop breathing again. Hold my breath for a little while. Go outside. But, but that's kind of how the Holy Spirit works as well, is that the, the Holy Spirit is, is brought into our lives and then expelled out. That, that what we're doing is, is we're sort of sharing this air together. And what we're doing as the body of Christ is that we share our air together. And our air is that Holy Spirit who brings to us respiration. So that the forgiveness of God may be released in our lives. That what God did on the cross, what God did as he resurrected from the dead, is that he was releasing that power of the redemption that Jesus Christ paid for on the cross. He was releasing even that power that was created in us when God created Adam, when God created mankind, when God knelt down and grabbed some dirt, and formed that dirt, and breathed into that dirt, and said, this is now life. It's all in Genesis 1 and 2 there. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. And it's not that the Holy Spirit does this alone, because God is this crazy triune being that we don't know what that means because we know that our beingness and our personness, well, they're a one-to-one ratio, but for God, our, his beingness and his personness is not. And so all of the time when, when God is doing stuff as the Father, as the Son, as the Holy Spirit, he's doing those all together as God. And yet... He has this three personhoodness. But that personhood of the Holy Spirit is an important part today as we receive that breath. Because really, what's happening there is that in Forgiveness, that what's happening is, is the Holy Spirit is saying, breathe, exhale, especially. 
And then you get to this part where we're reading scripture, where we are hearing about it, where we're talking about this. And this is supposed to be that inhale part, where this is supposed to be that part where the Holy Spirit is speaking into your heart, where he is bringing you that stuff that is going to release that energy of the cross into your life. And that happens over and over and over again. It's a law gospel dynamic. It is God brings you the law so that you can exhale. And then he brings you the gospel so that you can go. And that happens over and over and over again in your lives. Until it doesn't, right? I mean, one day, probably all of us, unless Jesus comes back first, all of us are going to have that one last Inhale or exhale? Not really sure which one comes last. Could be either. Well, depending on when you die. You could die at inhale and then exhale just as a natural outflow of that. Semantics. But one day, even though we have that last inhale, even though we have that last exhale, even though we have that last breath, one day we are going to, we are promised that we are going to (gasps) take that breath. Take that breath of pure Holy Spirit air in the resurrection where we are transformed, as 1 John says, where we will be like him because we will have his righteousness. We will have his Holy Spirit. We will have his air that we're breathing. And that's going to keep us alive forever. And so this week, may you think about your breathing. May you think about your respiration. May you think about those moments of exhale and those moments of inhale. And when you think about your breathing, may you remember that God the Holy Spirit has come into your life so that you may exhale out the sins and the imperfections and the impurities and just the things that you need to get out of you. And may you remember that when you breathe in, that you can breathe in his life into you through scripture, through his word, through his words of love for you coming from the cross. And that one day we will all breathe the same air. That air of the Holy Spirit together forever. Amen.